Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Putting STEM into the classroom. Hi there, and welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. My name is Chris Woods, and I'm your host as always, and thanks for joining us again. We look at different ways to try to encourage and incorporate STEM into everyday classrooms, whether it's uh, your classroom or, or the teacher down the hallway, uh, if you can share the ideas with them, or maybe it's just with your own kids or kids you know. Today, in fact, we get to interview a real live kid. Now, this kid's name is Nathan, and he's related to me. How you doing, Nathan? Doing pretty well. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Thanks for asking. What a polite young boy. It must be because he likes math and science and STEM stuff. First of all, let me ask you a question. Do you know what STEM stands for? Science, technology, engineering, and math. Yes. All right. Is that because I told you? It is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he can even remember things that people tell him. Hey, so, but you had never heard that before, did you? Not before you told me. Nope. Not before I told you. Hey, but, but honestly, you do a lot of those types of things in, in some of the activities you do, both in school and out of school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm on an Odyssey of the Mind team, so that's like a creative problem-solving competition. Perfect. So, so Odyssey of the Mind—that's like—is it? It's like a national. Is there international teams too? It's international too. Yep. Okay, so you've done some of those competitions, right? Tell us a little bit about that. It's a team of seven or fewer kids, and we have to write a skit and design all of our props and solve problems that they give us without any adult help. Huh. So. When we're building our props, there are some things that we have to we have to calculate how much lumber it's going to take, and we have to stay within a budget. So we have to make sure that we do things the best way. Yeah, that's good. And and honestly, it sounds like that's a lot of what people have to do at a real job someday. So in a way, you're getting a little bit of practice for, for those real skills. Now, is it fun? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We we work hard most of the time, but we get to have a lot of fun while we do. So you do that you do that with a group, like a team of how many? So my team this year was seven people, and that's that's the maximum amount of people that you can have. There are some teams that have very few people though. So like there was a team that had to perform with only one person because the rest of his team <clears throat> decided to not come. Do you do it because you like science and math, or do you do it because it's fun, or do you do it kind of a little bit of both? Uh, kind of a little bit of both. Uh, mainly because it's fun to go to the competitions. Yeah. So, sometimes it gets a little hard uh, when we're designing our things and writing our script. That can be it. Can be a challenge, and and that's yeah. and yep. that and that's good to get challenged. For some kids, maybe if you're a really smart kid in in class, maybe things don't always challenge you as much. All right, that sounds cool. So you've gone to competitions. You have have you had any success? Uh, this year, we were the regional champions, so we did the best out of the people from like a fifty mile radius or something like that. Wow! Great. And then we went to the state competition, and we got second there. So that meant we advanced to the world competition, where we were competing against teams from 
of the countries, China, Japan, Korea. And we got 12th at the world competition. Wow. Wow. So just a, just a, a, a small town school with just some kids in, in their extra time doing some fun stuff. And, and you get to get to meet and did you get to meet and actually hang out with some of those kids? Yeah, we did. Um, at the competition, there are pins for your state. And so the teams from other countries bring their own pins and you trade your pins. So that, that's a great opportunity to interact. And we also, yeah, there's just people all around. So you just talk to people. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Very, very neat opportunity. And, and it really all, all comes from, you know, just uh, uh, probably a, a teacher, right, at your school taking the time to say, hey, let's set up this group. And um, probably had to, how many, do you know how many years they've been doing Odyssey of the Mind at your school? Or I have no idea. But a bunch. I know that one of our coaches has been doing it for a long, long time. But I don't know how long. You're not. You're not saying your teacher's really old, are you? No, not at all. Okay. Okay. Good. Because if he listens to this and he hears you say that, he won't. He, he might not be very happy. But if you're interested in something like Odyssey of the Mind, uh, just I'm sure just take a take a cruise around the internet, and you're probably going to find some some interesting stuff about it. And maybe even you know search YouTube and find some videos of some of the the kids at the competitions. I'm sure those are out there as well. So. Now, let me ask you about another thing. This is something you don't do in school, but I know that you right now are raising some stuff for a 4-H project, right? Yep. Uh, so right now we're raising market turkeys. So we've had five of them out in our backyard. Five turkeys in your backyard. That, yep. That doesn't sound like school. No, it's not school at all. <laughs> but you've found that there's a lot of learning and thinking and and even some science and math to it as you're doing it, right? Yep. So as we're raising our turkeys, we're trying to do it um, so that we can make a profit off of them. Make a profit? Are we supposed to make profits with things? <laughs> so just the other day, I was trying to calculate how much we had spent on the turkeys so that I knew how much um, per bird we had spent so that I have an idea if we're going to make a profit. Okay. What did, what did the numbers say? <laughs> the numbers didn't look too great. Um, this was our first year doing it, so we had to buy some new equipment. And so it came out to about $33 per turkey, and that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, I mean, you just, you just learned an important idea that, that capital outlay or that, that those beginning costs, those startup costs of a company – are, are usually some of the biggest costs. And once you get past those, and, and you learned it in real life. Yep. You I didn't... think next year will be down around 5 to $10 wow. per bird. Wow. That's a, that'd, be a, that'd be a big drop, a big, uh, a, you know, make much more money off of, uh, of your turkeys that way. So, so you got five turkeys right now. You're raising them. How big are they at the moment? Uh, they're about 15 pounds each. Yeah. So... Not huge right now, but... And is it fun? Is it fun to raise them? It's pretty fun. They're pretty messy. <laughs> yeah, They're actually, I, I, I can agree with that, because not only have I seen his turkeys, but, but uh, we, we raise chickens and, at, at home, and my kids get a little, uh, little bit of, of figuring and mess, uh, too. So. Now, do you, did you have to learn anything about turkeys? Did you have to... Before you started, or 
Yeah, there was a lot to learn. Um, we got them from chicks, so they were uh, kind of frail. We had to make sure that we kept their pen at the right temperature until they were old enough to go outside. Sounds like and, some science there. Okay, yep. keep going. So, and then um, now we're learning about like the turkey industry and how they're processed. Um, and we need to learn how to show them so that the judge can see how good the bird is. And so that's, yeah. Yeah, now for, for someone who's never, never uh, you know, or hasn't been to a fair in a while, you know, showing a turkey isn't isn't like the uh, like the the dog shows that you see on TV, where you where you put them on a leash and walk them around and and everything. It's 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 different than that, right? Yep, you're trying to put your turkey so that it looks the best that it can possibly look. So you're trying to make it seem bigger and have the correct shape. And yeah. So you. Yeah. So here's here's another thought. So you have to uh, you probably have to do a lot of you know like speaking and, and talking to people as you're as you're doing those kind of things, right? Yep. So part of our examination, which is what we call when we show our turkeys, is the judge asks us questions about the breed of the turkey, and sometimes they'll have you talk through what you're doing as you show the turkey, and then. Also, back to the Odyssey of the Mind, uh, the biggest part is the performance. So you're talking for the performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you gotta you gotta sometimes know the answer to to questions just off the top of your mind, right? Yep. So that's that's pretty cool. Now you do you do those the the turkey raising through 4-H, right? Yep, that's right. Now, does 4-H does 4-H have have things to help and, and information to get you started and things like that as well? Yeah, they do. They um, they have some pretty good resources online. Um, okay. Also, when we go to meetings for the for 4-H, and they gave us like little packets and sheets and stuff that gave us information about raising them and showing them. So. Yeah, very cool. So, so I mean, if if uh, if that was something that sounds interesting, maybe to, you know, to to your students or, um, you know, maybe the kids in in your area, you know, you could contact you know local 4-H. Uh, you know, most most states have a have an extension office through one of the universities. Um, I know in Michigan, it's through Michigan State University, um, and and so there's a lot of lot of ways to to do that and. And, and get started, and, and for a lot of younger kids especially, I mean, could you imagine, like, little kids, I mean, even younger than you, Nathan, um, you're, you're in eighth grade, you're going to be in eighth grade this year, but I can imagine little kids just having a blast, you know, starting with chicks or baby rabbits or, or whatever. Well, you're, you're pretty, pretty uh, uh, great interview. You know how to talk, and you, uh, you have a good time, and, and you, you enjoy the, the science and math of things, right? So when you're in class, what if if you hear stuff that, that kind of perks your interest, you do you just say, Oh, that's kinda of neat, or do you do you try to learn something else new about it or more about it or Yeah. I'm always trying to learn um more about it, not so that I can just pass the test, but so that I can actually use it if I need to. Yeah. Because 
So like for raising, you know, turkeys or, you know, and you probably won't necessarily grow up and and raise turkeys for a career, but (laughs) hopefully not, right? Because they're they're messy. But but as you grow up, you already know about those ideas of, of how, you know, the costs are higher, right? When you get started on something. And from Odyssey in the Mind, you've You've learned how to work together as a team and, um, and have to create and innovate and, and, and be able to answer questions, you know, off the cuff and just know stuff. And, and those are some great skills that you're already learning. Uh, you got any advice for kids out there? What would you say to a kid who, uh, who's sitting in class and, and says, I don't like this math or science or stuff? What would you say to them? It's better than spending your life raising turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's perfect. That's perfect. Well, Nathan, thank you for uh, for joining us today. Nathan actually has his own um, blog online, and and uh, I'll I'll post his uh, his link to that if you're interested in, in the, the thoughts and and in interests of a of an eighth grade boy's mind. Uh, they're pretty pretty interesting things. So, thanks again, Nathan, for joining us. And thanks you're. For Oh, no problem. And uh, this is the STEM Everyday Podcast. And again, listen to all the other podcasts here on the Remarkable Chatter uh, site. And I'm Chris Woods, and join us again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the SDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.